Hey everybody, it's Drew. Just wanted to say real quick, sorry for the late release on this. Uh, sick kid, uh, sick me. Uh, so got a little behind for this recording or this edit. But I also wanted to say, you know, and this is from Flocky as well. Uh, thanks for everybody that's been listening. Like this has recently taken off way better than we ever thought it was going to do so super duper appreciate it you guys are awesome and you know normal thing you know more so than just rating and reviewing which is helpful and the more we're doing this the more we're finding out how how big of a deal that actually is but if you can just tell your friends then we'd super appreciate it we know it's a weird little project that not everybody will dig but you know those of you that have stuck around and listened to it you're awesome again and we've got a couple things brewing for in the future still playing around we might be doing a patreon um just so we can dump some more money into this so we can get some better equipment um you know put some put some more oomph into this so we can get some cleaner recordings uh maybe some some music to go along with it a little bit more than what we've got now uh but yeah twitter facebook at the Bergcast. tell your friends you're awesome on the last issue of Tales from Stringersburg. We can maybe hit up the, uh, the Hellboat clan too. You know, these strong men dudes are on a strike at the docks or something. They look like the kind of people from their, their posture and stuff who know how to handle themselves in a fight. And uh, Morgan watches them enter Roland's building and then his office. Hey, blue. Things are getting a little heated around here, and I've had to temporarily relocate. Not that I'm blaming you or anything, but, uh, gotta say, didn't have this kind of heat on me before. Whatever you're doing, it's working. I was going to tell you, we will be meeting in a civilian location, unmasked. Oh, Morgan, when they were younger, like, tried to convince her to go into the hero business. And there's this guy, it's called The Nihilist. He's in the state lockup where those strongman guys got sent to. What, uh, where do you fit into that whole classification, B? It's like, ah, come on, I don't know. I don't even really, I mean, it hardly counts, right? I've been working on it. And she looks you dead in the face for a second. You're seeing yourself. Gathering of uh, the Flaming Hellbow at that bar. He was leaving with um, Kim and Misty. And they were talking about going to meet the rest of their group. They're pulled up outside a mall in the suburbs uh, from the part of his suit where he keeps Roland's magic radio. Also, his cell phone rings. Between the two of them, he learns that some stuff is going down in the sink. You better buckle up, because um, I can get you there, but... But I can't do it in a, uh, well, it's not going to be easy. 
after the last of about six of them has emerged, one more figure walks down the central alleyway. So, says Duke Disastro, the author of the greatest public riot in Stringersburg's history. I thought I might find you here. He's projecting, so he's not just talking to you. He's just like, go on, take your justice, do what you think is right, regardless of the law and of the citizens of Stringersburg. I'm assuming at that point Morgan punches him again. No, uh, Morgan's going to swing around, put him in a full arm bar, and snap his arm. Okay. And then take his gloves. Looking up, there's a gleaming white and blue and silver man. This is the cease unit authorized by the city of Stringersburg. Unauthorized metahuman. Stand down immediately. Whatever ancient blood magic stuff that warden is doing, it is trying to get around the fact that in some sense it does not apply to Morgan. Starts to resolve itself into elbow, elbow, elbow. So he tunes into the radio. As Roland is like talking, he distinctly hears like a weird crack way in the distance. Monster Squad. Uh, the building is in tatters. Or he, he, he looks at Seven and he says, Though I know it pains you, and you would prefer the way of peace. We are again about God's bloody business. If you're down, if you can run intelligence and yeah, reconnaissance. I'll, yeah, man, I'll be the I'll be the fucking muscle, and maybe between the two of us, we can get some shit done. You've got another piece of the puzzle. He reaches out and just like pinches part of the suit and rubs it. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. But we got a fish to find. A fish. You mean a fisherman. looking for the drowned sailor and Paku Paku. So Paku Paku is easier to find because they have a positive connection and Morgan can sort of make sense of some odd stories he picks up on the street and little news paper or news radio items that get sort of tucked into page five, so to speak. Things happening along the riverside or around the sewage treatment plant area or things like that. Little odd occurrences that look like a pattern to him because he knows what to look for. Which is, what would you do if you were a fish and you could do anything? So... <clears throat> He sort of narrows, he, he narrows it down to a particular area of the city. He seems to be mostly a 
occurring in and around the sink, so he heads back there, which is probably where he wants to be anyway, since things there are tense. And when he's on his way down the riverbank, looking for signs that uh, Paku Paku has been through the area, he sees a barge of the type that often goes down the river carrying uh, freight downstream to cities and towns south of here or garbage. Uh, this one, it's a long, flat-decked ship that they would normally just stack cargo containers on. This one has maybe two containers on it in the middle, but they are open and they seem to be in use um, by people because there are people coming in and out of them and milling around the deck and uh, they're waving signs and uh, shouting protests. Um, becomes clear pretty quickly that it's a group of union dock workers who are pro-strong men and they are uh, with megaphones and signs and chants, they are loudly proclaiming that they are shutting down the river until new elections are called because the last elections were bogus and the technocrats took power in an illegal move and all that sort of thing. So <clears throat> they are, one, they claim of several ships and uh, they say they're going to go to a certain point and make a blockade and just cut off the city. So, <clears throat> I'm just going to make one assumption about Morgan's behavior, and that's it. The assumption is that he will get closer and try to learn more before he intervenes in this situation, or at least before he decides whether or not to intervene. So, he stealths a little bit closer and overhears some of, the, some of these men uh, reminding each other to be careful... He could even hop on the boat and then hop off. Um, there's sort of a party atmosphere on the barge. It's almost like a military unit with a brief respite from the fighting that they know is going to come back. So uh, some of them are... A lot of them are armed. Many of them seem to have those like vector tactical clubs and knives and stuff. There are some long guns and hard to know what else is in there. Uh, but anyway, he overhears some of them saying to each other, like, oh, yeah, you know, eyes front, eyes front, you know, uh, stay frosty, that kind of jargon, like keep your eyes peeled. And there are references to an incident elsewhere on the river where they saw something they can't explain, something creepy, and almost capsized a boat. Um, one of them has a theory that it's some sort of technocrat hologram device that they've weaponized to try and, uh, you know, further oppress them and keep them from being real men to steal their penises, basically. Uh, the hologram machine is to steal their penises. Um... So they're, they're nervous about that. One of them is like, I can't believe that thing 
got right on board with the other guys and you know it was it was there the whole time and they just didn't no 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 so there's some talk of like an apparition on the river that is causing trouble for these strongmen boats okay now on his way over there or while this is happening Morgan has his occult radio on and WSBG is lit the fuck up Lupus Vandretti yeah or Andretti yeah sorry uh, Lupus Andretti is like breathlessly reporting from a car that is driving around the area where uh, the state prison is and he's reporting a break like a riot with some prisoners escaping and so he's you know as the car is like whipping around Morgan can hear the tires squealing behind him behind his voice it's like no definite sense yet of who or how many have escaped but rumor on the ground is the criminal mastermind and meta human terrorist known as the nihilist is among the escapees so-called sink seven have also reportedly been broken out there appears to have been some help from the outside and from the inside we're getting a lot of conflicting reports but this situation is extremely dangerous everyone's advised to stay away from so my question is does morgan intervene on the river or deal with the prison break Morgan is not going to worry about the the prison break. That's outside of the sink. And what this week has taught him, this this hell of a week, is that the sink needs him, and he's got to get together these these few individuals that hopefully will be able to help him out like he's got Roland and he's pretty sure that he can get Paku Paku even though he knows that's going to be a, a mess and hopefully the the drowned sailor which uh, hearing these guys sounds like maybe he's on the, the right path so the idea he has because he's still probably got some bruised ribs from fighting the sept and you know following those couple stories while trying to take out desist the desist system so he is going to uh, slightly change tactics which is abnormal for him Uh, normally he would try to you know maybe talk these guys out of it but he's he's tired he just he wants to find Paku Paku and and the spirit so he's going to sneak on board and he's got you know, passing knowledge of, of how smaller boats work or whatever. So if he can get on board, if thence, if he can get on board and not be seen, then he's going to try to sneak in to the um, control cabin or you know, below deck or something and mess the ship up so it can't run. He knows that this would be a temporary thing, but maybe it'll buy him enough time and he'll he'll keep an eye out for this ship or whatever um but he wants to pretty much just disable it long enough or permanently if he can um 
you know, long enough for a good while. If he gets caught while he's trying to sneak on board, then, you know, he'll try to talk his way out first. He'll say something to the effect of, guys, you got the right to strike. You, I understand you're frustrated, but you can't hold this city hostage. You're going to fuck with families and people that have nothing to do with this. And you're going to mess up your own families and everything. So don't don't do this to this shithole. Uh, you know, c- keep doing your strike and and everything, but don't try to block this shit off. And he imagine, or I imagine that, you know, these guys are not going to be okay with this. So if a fight ensues, a fight ensues, and uh, Morgan's just gonna handle his stuff as as per usual if he can, and. Maybe the ruckus will pull in the drowned sailor, and if not, then he's going to keep looking for him and Paku Paku. He, you know, he's going to count on somebody outside of the city or closer to the area to to focus on that. His, his thinking right now is that he's just going to stay with the sink. Morgan doesn't have any real problems getting on board the ship. These guys aren't just out thumping their chests and hoping for a chance to use their weapons. They're also boozing. Um, In fact, there's a gigantic cooler full of shitty lager. And Morgan is able to use it for a moment as cover to hide behind. So he jumps onto the ship at a moment where all of these guys are away. Like somebody has just sort of walked away from the cooler with a bunch of beers and is throwing them to his friends. Morgan hops on board right behind the cooler and then is able to sneak below deck. Uh, I think it's reasonable to assume that he would be able to find the wheel, so to speak, the uh, whatever guides the ship uh, and the engine control, uh, switch the engine off and then just smash the controls so no one can get it going again. It would be more difficult for him to get out unseen after that. So I think what happens is he's getting out of the control room after doing that and some of the strong men on board a couple of them who are a little less drunk stumble down the stairs quick enough that he can't avoid encountering them and from there it would sort of quickly devolve into a brawl they wouldn't want to hear anything about uh like if he started to go into the the little uh, the 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 remarks that you made, I think as soon as he was like, "You guys don't want to do this. You're gonna fuck up families, including your family." One of them would just be like, "Are you threatening my family? Don't talk about my family." And it would just become a big shit show after that. So. Um, These guys are not particularly tough. Morgan has no real trouble um, taking them down in a non-lethal, not even particularly dangerous way. And the narrow halls below deck make it easier because he can take them one or two at a time. 
but I imagine he would try to fight his way through them, get back up onto the deck, and then acrobatically leap back onto the shore. So he's up on deck, and there are more guys coming at him from more angles. When there's a sudden change in temperature around him, he feels the cold spot and notices the men around him backing away suddenly. Um, he whips around, and there's a somewhat translucent, bluish-greenish figure there, humanoid, uh, a man, tall white guy with like mutton chops, kind of kind of rough looking, but. As Morgan looks closer, the features look sort of aristocratic. He's got like a long, straight nose. He has a, a certain bearing that says like old money wasp kind of thing. Uh, and the figure opens its mouth and there's like a weird gurgling sound at first, but it becomes more and more like speech. As it's going through this, the, the sounds that it's making scare these strong men off. They back away. One of them throws one of their vector knives at it, and it just splashes through the ghost harmlessly. It's the sailor. Morgan knows it, but it looks different. He, he looks like he's become more human since their first encounter. And uh, eventually he speaks. I haven't come up with a voice for him yet, so in the meantime, he just asks. He's like, who are you to presume that you get to, you know, control what ships do on this river? Like, river trade is the lifeblood of this city. What do you think you're doing halting this ship? But it turns out that's sort of a trick question. The sailor really actually knows what's going on here, and is just sort of testing him to see how he would answer that. And eventually he's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I know these guys are trying to blockade the river, and, and I'm not for that either. Let me clarify a few things real quick just for uh, my own uh, mental mindset of, of the picture. After they kind of officiated their team up, Roland and Morgan, I imagine that they... Maybe Roland has a phone now. Maybe they went and got him a Go phone as well so they could stay in easier contact instead of just through the mystical radio or uh, help me remember this correctly. I think that Morgan brought it up to him previously and Roland said something to the effect of, oh yeah, I need to show you how to communicate back with me on that or... I should add something like that. I can't remember. But if they just were able to add it to the radio where they kind of had like a almost a walkie talkie or a mystical cell phone between each other, uh, that would be cool. Because Roland is, is looking at the drowned sailor now that he's found him. He wishes that Roland was with him. And also, um, is this a few hours the next day? I think you said it was the next day, but I'm not absolutely sure. Uh, is Roland staying with me? Is he staying with Morgan? 
and or is he back in his office has he has he got a new place um, just kind of wondering about the the general setup and how long it's been since uh, the night um, the sept came into the the sink anyway Morgan he looks at the sailor and to the responsive you know who are you to stop this boat and he gives them kind of a a rundown of uh the you know the guys on the boat's plan to blockade the river and that they were going to help more or hurt more and you know like you said the can the conversation continues on after that and morgan just look at him and say I hope you remember me. Uh, I've been I've been looking for you. I've also been looking for uh, the the fish that you had a tussle with. Uh, maybe you can point me in his direction after we've had our conversation. But I was uh, wondering if me and me and my buddy, the the other guy that was with me last time, if you wanted to uh, join up with our merry little band and uh, help keep the the sink safe i don't i don't know if you were paying attention but uh bunch of bunch of yahoos came in and started messing with all the people and we just we just can't have that and uh, you know uh, me and my buddy were we're trying to form a little i don't know i guess you'd call it a team and was hoping that uh you'd be able to to join up with us i know you've probably got your own stuff going on but when and where you can uh, we'd absolutely love it man uh, looks like uh he kind of passes his hand up and down he's like it looks like you you're coming coming together uh looking good but uh yeah man if i just hope that you'd be able to 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 help us out to team up with us and uh my buddy roland was telling me that maybe you're still here because you've got something to that you gotta take care of and this might be it so if this feels right to you then man we'd love to have you so morgan is going to you know of course wait for his response but depending on what it is uh he is going to ask the sailor if he knows where paku paku is kind of like he hinted at at the beginning and hopefully be able to i don't know either if the sailor says yes have some kind of meetup point where Roland is or have him come with him to try to hunt down Paku Paku 